Good morning, everyone. It's time to get in the zone with Bartow Sports Zone, your source for local coach interviews and local sports news, along with information and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone team, Alan Sanders, Mike Garcia, and Jackson Hyde are already here. We expect to also hear today from Brad Stevens and Nick Sullivan a little later on in the show. On today's show, we visit with the two new local high school football coaches hired recently, John Cudd, the new head coach at Adairsville, and Brandon Haywood, the new head coach at Woodland High School. In the second hour, we'll provide a local wrestling and basketball update, discuss the state of college basketball in Georgia, take a look at this weekend's NFL playoffs, and maybe even get to a little NBA talk. So we hope you'll stick around with us for the next couple of hours. It's always a lot of fun, and we're glad you've joined us. We remind you that we're brought to you in part by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Derek Strange, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, First Class Collision Center, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Wilson Pools, all-Star Roofing, and Three-Way Campers. Well, it's time to get things started this morning and welcome in our opening guest, the new head football coach at Adairsville High School, John Cudd. Good morning, Coach. How's it going? Glad going very well. Uh, very happy to have you with us this morning and looking forward to our conversation. Welcome to the Zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. A longtime defensive coordinator for the Tigers uh, and uh, former head coach Eric Bishop. You've been together for uh, a long time. They've now entrusted you with the program. Uh, the two of you were have been through a lot together. How does yes, it sir. feel? How does it feel to finally have the new responsibility as the twelfth head coach in the history of Adairsville football? Well, you you think you prepare yourself for it, but uh, when it gets here, it's kind of overwhelming. So a lot of stuff going on, but trying to nail down a schedule. But it's it's been good. Yeah, we're going to ask you uh, some questions about all of that in just a few minutes. I know you told Nick Sullivan uh, for the local newspaper. Nick is part of this show as well. Uh, you said this is not a stepping stone job for you. No, sir. Um, this is where I want to be. This is, I mean, we've been here for 14 years. Um, my wife and I love it here. Our kids go to school here. It's just, uh, this is home to us. You know, this is where we built our family. So um, I'm not looking to go anywhere else. It's where I want to be. And I want to, you know, continue what Coach Bishop's done here and, and just take it to the next level. Yeah, we've always had a lot of fun. We kind of uh, gave Coach Bishop the moniker of the Riverboat Gambler. Our, it, that came it kind of came out of this show. Yes, sir. Yes, I know. Sir. That, we've, we've, go ahead. We've done a lot of, of, of that type of stuff over the past few years, for sure. Yeah, and I'm sure you were a very big part of a lot of that stuff. Uh, uh, but uh, tell us a little more about uh, the connection you feel at Adairsville High School. Uh, well, we moved here 14 years ago. Just uh, my wife was looking for a job. We were we were back home uh, where we're from in South Carolina, and she had just graduated, couldn't find a job. So uh, moved down. Um, I've got some connections to the area, and um, yeah, we just I don't know. We just kind of you know we bought a house. We kind of you know put our roots here. We we've helped plant a church in Adairsville, uh, out of Cross Point City, and. Um, in uh, Cartersville, and uh, it's just 
uh, got a real good connection with the, the staff here at the Daresville. I mean, we, and when I say staff, not just the football staff, but the, the teachers in the building. I've taught math here for years. Uh, you know, math department's great, but everybody at the school's great. We just have a, a great family atmosphere here. Uh, yeah, and and that was our big draw. It's interesting you went in that direction. I know you're a family man. Uh, as a longtime coach myself, I can confirm that our family has to be supportive for us to be successful as a coach. Tell us a little bit about your home support system. Well, my wife is um, – we've been married for 14 years. Uh, she works at Chick-fil-A in Calhoun, um, and uh, she is she's my rock. I mean, she is always there anytime I need her. She's at every game. It doesn't matter where we play. Uh, I have a, an 11 year old at the middle school right now that, uh, that cheers at the middle school, uh, Annabelle. And then I have a five year old Brooke and, um, he's at the elementary school here in Adairsville. Um, you know, my parents, uh, they come as much as they can from South Carolina. My, my wife's parents come as well. Uh, it's just very supportive of us. I mean, we're very lucky to have the support around us that we have. Sure. Your selection as the new head football coach of the Tigers, it obviously maintains some continuity with the program, and you're familiar with the remaining staff and the players that are there right now. What are some of the key elements of the existing program that you want to retain and keep moving forward? Uh, well, Coach Bishop gave us uh, a lot of leeway in, uh, in, in helping with this program. Uh, I've been a part of the weight room we're going to try to keep the weight room the same uh you know always try to get better but uh there's always things we can do but we're going to continue to to grow in that way um you know we'll have a lot of the same offensive and defensive philosophies that'll stay our our, our special teams is kind of a group effort uh where you know coach bishop got the riverboat gambler going for it and, and onside kicking and things like that that's all part of things that we've done together and um, we're going to continue to do those things, and uh, we're going to get out in this community as well and, and try to keep our kids here. Outstanding. We've got a lot more to talk about with Coach John Cudd, the new Adairsville High School Tigers head football coach. But right now we're going to take a timeout on Bartow Sports Zone. We'll take this break and be back with more from Coach John Cudd. First Class Collision Center knows when damage occurs to your car or truck, the repair work has to be perfect. Your insurance company may recommend a repair shop, but let First Class give you a no-obligation quote just to make sure your best interests are at the core of the repairs. Specializing in vehicle service, mechanical repairs, body work, and big trucks too, First Class uses all factory equipment for your specific make and model. First Class Collision Center of Cartersville, online at First Class Collision G. Hi, this is Ivy Jordan at Latitude Blue. My husband Trey and I invite you to visit our retail location located at 1 West Church Street. Our fully stocked retail store is a perfect partner for the do-it-yourselfer. We carry ledge lounger, lazy buns, and many other premium floats and toys for everyone. And yes, we have chlorine tabs and super shock it in stock. Please visit us today at Latitude Blue, downtown underneath the Church Street Bridge near the water fountain. And don't forget your water sample. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue, bringing families together one backyard at a time. 
St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station is right next door to the Family Fun Center on Alatoona Road. Our award-winning pizza, wings, and all the great food and beverage options are now available at the new bowling center as well. With kids' meals and a full-service bar, St. Angelo's is a great way to enjoy family, friends, or your favorite sports on our huge TVs. Watch for our Pizza of the Month specials on Facebook. That's St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Open Tuesday through Sunday online at St. Angelos.com. When you're choosing a pro for work on your roof or gutters, choose the licensed and insured stars at All-Star Roofing. Whether it's residential or commercial property, our focus on craftsmanship is unmatched in Cartersville and Bartow County. For a free same-day inspection and estimate, contact All-Star Roofing at 678-245-9658 or call 770-655-0911 or find us online at allstarroofs.com. Rest easy under the stars when it's an all-star roof. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We have John Cudd in the zone this morning, the new head football coach at Adairsville High School. Coach, we were talking about some things you want to maintain as far as continuity with the program is concerned before that commercial break. Now I'd like to flip that question around. What are some ways you plan to put your personal stamp on the Adairsville Tigers program? Uh, that's a great question. Um, so I've said throughout the process, a lot of the uh, a lot of the stuff that's we've, we that we've done here at Adairsville, we've kind of done together as a group. You know, um, you know, go for it. Right? You know, a play call, go for it on fourth down, uh, fake a punt. Um, go for an onside kick, things of that nature. Um, you know, really, you know, I, I live in the community. Um, I, I'm here all the time. I really want to pour into our middle school program uh, and, and then pour into our rec program. That, that's really one of the, the big things that I think we can do to really just take us to the next level. Um, you know, we, we've lost some kids over the past few years, and we want to try to keep those kids. And I think if we do that, those kids are, are going to make the difference for us. We're visiting with Coach John Cudd of the Adairsville Tigers. Jackson Hyde is with us here this morning. Jackson, I'm going to swing it to you in just a moment, but I do want to ask one more question before we do that. Coach Cudd, this is your first ever head coaching position. Any surprises yet? You kind of alluded to this when we opened. Any surprises yet with the added responsibility, kind of like doing a sports talk radio show? Well, that's one of them for (laughs) sure. Um, You know, the – I think we've had really just a tough time trying to schedule this year with the reclassification and then all of the appeals. Uh, it's just been really, really tough trying to nail down some games. Um, you know, everything else you, you kind of got an idea about, at least so far. Um, but, you know, definitely the, the schedule has been busy for sure. Uh, trying to meet and greet and, and talk to people and, you know, get out there and, and, even do more in the community that I'm that I was already doing. So sure, uh, those are some of the things. Jackson, uh, good morning, coach, and congratulations on on getting the position. Um, Thanks, sir. Coming being being added there for, for 14 years is a little different from coming from a different school into being a head coach. Uh, your margin for error is probably a little a little different than a new guy, uh, which you're definitely not. Um, Play calling responsibilities. I know you called the defense for for several years now. Is was that will that be something that you continue to do, or will you will you delegate that out? 
Yeah, I, I've I've kind of wrestled with this question. I, I've talked to some of my mentors, uh, not just Coach Bishop, but but some guys that um you know I I played for in high school, some guys I played with that are head coaches now, and you know you get some mixed uh, responses. But I, I think I'm going to keep doing that for right now um, until maybe I can find the guy that I'm really looking for to replace. Um, you know, I, you like to feel like you're pretty good at something. You know, I don't know whether I am or not, um, but. You know, we've, we've been pretty successful, and a lot of that has to do with the guys around me. Um, but um, I do enjoy the, the defensive aspect of it. So I, I do think I'm going to continue to do that at least until I can feel pretty comfortable about giving it up. We're visiting with Coach John Cutt of the Adairsville Tigers, new head coach out there. Coach, this is a reclassification year. You've kind of alluded to it a couple of times this morning uh, with GHSA and Class AAA Adairsville in particular, it's been kind of a wild ride of sorts getting your region assignment for the next couple of years. It's gone from nine schools to 11 to six to seven, finally settling at eight teams a little more than two weeks ago. Region six AAA will now have Bremen, Cahulla Creek, Gordon Lee, Lafayette, LFO, Ridgeland, and Ringgold along with Adairsville. That means seven region games with three non-region games to schedule uh, first, your thoughts on an, on the eight-team league, and then is there anything you can reveal as far as uh, those non-region games at this point? Uh, yes, sir. Um, you know, we, we have a great relationship with a lot of the schools. Uh, Gordon Lee's a new school coming in. Uh, we, we don't know a whole lot about, but we'll try to get as much information about them as we can. Um, but, you know, we got some really, really good coaches in this region. Um, obviously, Ringgold's had a good year last year. Uh, they lost a lot of seniors, but they have a lot of young kids as well coming back. Um, you know, we lose the North Murray and, and Murray County connections. But uh, overall, we've, we've got a good uh, a good little region. And, you know, it, with what we have coming back, we feel like we set up pretty well for uh, making a run at it. Um, you know, as far as non-region, um, it's been it's been tough. You know, we we had a big spreadsheet of people we wanted to try to play. Uh, we are penciled in uh, right now to uh, to go to Raven County, and uh, Cherokee Bluff is going to come to us. So Cherokee Bluff just moved to 4A. You know, both of those schools. Uh, I think Cherokee Bluff was an 11 win team in 3A last year. Uh, Raven County, obviously, uh, you know, with Gunner Stockton, they they won 12 or 13 ball games. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna add them this year and, and, you know, kind of um, see what we can do against those two schools. Um, and then we're still looking for a date uh, right now. So, um, but, uh, you know, we're pretty positive we can lock those two in with us uh, for the uh, out-of-conference uh, schedule. Very good. That's a really ambitious scheduling there as well. So looking forward to uh, our coverage of the Adairsville Tigers coming up in the fall. We've got a little less than uh, two minutes now, Coach. Uh, I know the offseason is well underway, but share with our listeners a, a little bit of an outline of the plan moving forward into the spring, plans for the summer, and then right into preseason camp after the July dead weeks. Yes, sir. So we um, right now we, we're kind of in what we call clinic season here as coaches. Uh, we try to uh, go to as many uh, co uh, coaching clinic clinics as we can. Uh, the Glazier Clinic is one of the big ones we do, um, as, as, and some other college clinics. And so our kids will start some morning workouts uh, here soon uh, with quarterbacks, receivers, uh, running backs, and then we do some defensive stuff as well. 
um, you know, our, our weight room never stops. Uh, we just continue all the time uh, in there just, you know, trying to create leaders and, and, and put them in tough situations. Um, you know, we'll, we'll go through spring. Our summer schedule is, is going to stay very similar to what it has been. Uh, we'll go three days a week in June. And then uh, after the dead week, we'll start going four and five days a week, uh, depending on seven on sevens and things of that nature. Uh, and then that's going to roll us right into the season. Well, it's exciting uh, to uh, visit with you and glad you could join us this morning on Bartow Sports Zone. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the time and uh, time uh, spent with you guys this morning. Congratulations. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate it. Looking forward to uh, following the Adairsville Tigers and head coach John Cudd joining us this morning on Bartow Sports Zone. We're up on our next break of the morning. It's time for some statewide headlines from GNN, and then we'll be back with more of Bartow's Sports Zone. Stick around. You've known Styles Auto Care as your collision repair specialist in Cartersville and Bartow County since 1965. But did you know they're also your headquarters for all kinds of audio, security, and specialty accessories? With audio brands like Kenwood, JL Audio, Pioneer, Alpine, and more, they can make that upgrade you desire happen. Need a hitch, bedliner, toolbox, step bar, or roof rack? Styles Auto Care is your place. They have WeatherTech products too. Styles Auto Care on West Avenue, where they can do everything for your vehicle except sell it. Proud sponsors of the Elite Athletes of the Month. Elite Stone Supply at Baker Road and US 41 North of Cartersville is your local authorized Husqvarna dealer. See Elite for help with all your landscaping needs or supplies. And check out our inventory of mowers, tillers, trimmers, and blowers. Need pine straw, mulch, sand, or topsoil? How about cultured or natural stone? Elite has tons of options, and we deliver. Across from Racetrack, just north of Cartersville, on Facebook and at EliteStoneSupply.net. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. Our producer, Alan Sanders, having way too much fun with the bumper music this morning. But he always has a good time and does such a great job keeping Bartow Sports Zone on the air for us. We want to thank Coach John Cudd for joining us in that opening half hour this morning. Hey, Charles, I'm just going to let you know that was Wild Side in honor of our new Wildcats coach. There you go. Very good. I didn't pick up on the uh, connection there, but I will tell you also we have Jackson Hyde here with us this morning, and we'll bring in the new Wildcats coach, Brandon Haywood. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. How's everybody? Doing really well, uh, and uh, welcome to the zone and Barto Sports Zone here on WBHF. Uh, we're visiting with our two brand new head football coaches this morning. I know uh, you uh, have some connections to the Cartersville and Bartow County community already. Tell us a little bit about that background and a little bit about your family connections in the area. All right. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you guys for having me on. Um, I appreciate the Wildcat introduction. That's pretty cool. Uh, I, I graduated from Carson Newman uh, just like Coach Cudd did. Uh, me and my wife, we moved down here to Bartow County in 2013, and we've been here ever since. Um, i kind of been all over the place. I've been coaching in Woodstock, been coaching at Cass for a year, most recently coached at Rockmark, but still always stayed in this area. 
I had a lot of I have a lot of family in the Cartersville Bartow area. Um, I have a lot of family that has gone through the Woodland program and has been in the Woodland High School. Um, so, and my family they're right down the street there in Rockmart. So it's very it's an easy commute to get down here. But I've been rooted in the community since we graduated from college. Um, have a lot of relationships with the kids, coaches, uh, a lot of people in the community around the area. And I think that's helped in this transition. Very good. I know uh, you are a young man, so uh, your coaching background is not terribly extensive uh, like some of us old timers. But uh, tell us a little bit about where you have been coaching. I know you touched on it, but give us a little more detail. Uh, well, I started off at River Ridge High School in Woodside. That was my first job out of college. I uh, started off coaching defensive backs um, there under Coach Robert Brott. Uh, then there was a, a coaching change, Coach Tyler Wynn. A huge mentor of mine. He took over the program um, in my second year. He moved me over to the offensive side of the ball where I coached running backs. And then in his second year, I wound up coaching quarterbacks uh, those last two years. Um, then I had a son. I had a, I have an eight-year-old daughter named Riley. But at the time, we were having a son named Bryce. And I just want to kind of prioritize the family and get closer to home. So I decided to kind of branch out. And I came to Cass High School for a year. Um, good experience. I got to coach under Bobby Hughes, a great influence, great mentor of mine, um, continually talking to me throughout this process and just kind of giving me giving me things to talk about and discuss and things to make sure I prioritize. That was a good experience being there for that year. And then I went home um, after a traumatic event with my cousin. I kind of just wanted to be at home and be around my family, be around uh, his kids, teach his kids, coach his kids. And um, I got I got the chance to go back to my alma mater and coach under my former high school head coach, uh, Biff Parson. So I'm very appreciative of that opportunity. I was there for three years. Um, at Cass, I was an offensive coordinator. At River Ridge, I was an offensive coordinator for, for two years. And at Rockmore, I was a co-offensive coordinator for the last two seasons. So I'm very grateful, very humble for those coaching opportunities and having the mentors that I've had in my short career. Yeah, that's uh, quite a variety, and uh, I guess uh, you are somewhat familiar with our Jackson High. Jackson's here this morning. Jackson, I know you've got a question or two. Uh, good morning. Welcome back to the neighborhood. Oh, it's good to be back. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I know I'll, I know you're somewhat your offensive philosophy. I'm sure you're going to take what you've been doing at Rockmart and bring it over to Woodland. Is that the case? I'm going to try to implement some. Um I said, in my offensive philosophy, I'm just going to try to kind of expand on some of the things that we were doing, uh, try to exploit teams in different areas and try to create mismatches and, and give us any type of slight advantage that we can that we can get on our team. Um, you've got some good young talent there at Woodland. A couple guys I've coached in the youth programs coming up. Um, have you had a chance to look at much film or learn any names or players and anything of that type at this point? I've been trying to watch as much film as I can, um, just kind of see what what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. Um, how can how can we implement a system that's effective for our kids? I know I kind of want to go in with something that I plan to do, but my thing as a effective coach, I want to kind of evaluate the talent and kind of transform and do do what helps our kids the most. But I have got the chance to to meet the kids. We've had two football meetings. 
Um, I did something crazy. I got it from a, from a mentor of mine. He's a college coach now, but he said uh, him him taking over that new program or, or starting that new program. What he did was he got all his kids to send them a selfie and send them their name. So during the meeting, I had all the kids send me a selfie, send me their names. So now I can start matching kids with faces as I'm walking throughout the hallways and trying to trying to get to know them on a on a better level. That's great. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting uh, way to try to tackle that uh, problem uh, because it is a, it is difficult to try to learn all those new faces and names. Coach, your first ever head coaching position, any surprises yet with added responsibilities like uh, doing local sports talk radio? <laughs> it's a ton of surprises. Uh, nobody ever kind of prepares you for this role, uh, but. In the interview process, you know, uh, when I was telling them about this opportunity and and just me being the guy in charge, I said, I know I've never been a head coach before, but I think being a head coach is kind of like being a parent. You know, you're never really ready for it. But as you're put in a position, God kind of readies you and you kind of grow and go with it. So that's that's what I, that's what I'm planning to do. That's kind of the direction that I plan on going. And that's how I want to implement myself and establish myself in this program. That's outstanding. Uh, an interesting take and uh, interesting perspective as you move forward. Uh, and of course, we'll be bringing Coach Haywood in quite often next fall as we get ready for the 2022 high school football season. We're visiting with Coach Brandon Haywood. He's the new head football coach at Woodland High School, taking over. Uh, with that program and trying to put his own personal stamp on that. We'll ask him some questions about all of that and uh, a whole lot more and find out uh, why he chose to come to Woodland High School when we return. So we're going to take a quick time out here on Bartow Sports Zone, and when we come back, we'll visit more with the head coach of the Woodland Wildcats, Brandon Haywood. Hey guys, here at Johnny's New York Style Pizza, we understand that you have plenty of dining options. That's why we are committed to providing the best service we possibly can, maintaining a family-friendly atmosphere, and providing our customers with the freshest ingredients, including local produce and dough that's made daily. So whether you're looking for a slice, a fresh salad, a New York Style sub, or perhaps a pasta dish, Johnny's Pizza is your place. Stop by and see us. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF in Cartersville, Georgia. We're visiting with Coach Brandon Haywood. He is the newly hired head football coach at Woodland High School. Coach, uh, really an honest assessment here. Uh, the football history at Woodland has not been very good. Only one playoff appearance and in, in, uh, just five seasons of 500 or better uh, records in the 24-year history of the Wildcats. You shared with our Nick Sullivan in the Daily Tribune news article a, a week or so ago uh, that you take pride in being a high-energy guy. With that in mind, first of all, what attracted you to the situation at Woodland? What attracted me was me just living in the area, uh, the close proximity, um, the relationship I have with some of the kids, uh, some people in the community, some stakeholders. Um, just the school in itself, very very prestigious school. 
Um, but I know it's a lot of athletes in the Bartow area. I know Cartersville has had their share of great athletes. Uh, it's been a lot that's run through Cass. It's been a lot of great athletes come through Adairsville. And I know it's some really, really good athletes that's been through Woodland High School. So I just know as a whole, it's a lot of good athletes in that area. Um, Rockmore taught me a lot. And it kind of molded me for this position. Rockmore has a ton of athletes. And they're they're so they're so they're so talented that sometimes you don't you're not as hungry as you should be. Um so in this in this opportunity, I felt like I needed to go and start over and kind of I'm like I like the process of things. I like getting my hands dirty and being involved in certain things. So my thought process was get in here and kind of try to change the shift the culture. And I don't want to just talk about the culture because people talk about culture all the time. It's getting in there and let's really get to it and dig and get to the root of the issue and try to fix that by going through the process with the kids. And that's what kind of attracted me to this position. We uh, Back to uh, the comment of being a high energy guy. What role does that energy level play in turning the Wildcats program around? Right now it's been huge. Just going around the school. Um, like I said, we met twice uh, already. Um, I'm off when I'm off. I go to the weight room just to try to be around the kids, try to be in the weight room in some capacity, building relationships. I'm already in there yelling and screaming. Um, it's just what, what I plan on bringing to the table. I know kids feed off energy. Uh, they feed off energy. They feed off excitement. They feed off recognition. So those are the things that I'm trying to bring to this program. If you make kids happy to be a certain place or, or you incentivize them with, with their efforts or their dedication or what they're putting into the program, then I know they'll be more willing to do things for you and come together as a team, which sure. in my mind, I feel like that'll, that'll increase positive results. Outstanding. Rebuilding is tough in any situation, but the chore is made more difficult by your GHSA region assignment. Region 75A includes last year's playoff teams, Cartersville, Calhoun, and Cass. Uh, Hiram was in the playoffs a couple of years ago. Of course, Blessed Trinity moves out of the region, but now you add the tradition of the Dalton program. You've got plenty of challenges ahead in that region. I agree. Um, and getting a job and applying for the job, I looked at at the possible classification. Um, I know it's not going to be easy, um, but if it was, if it's easy, it's not worth having. So is how can I go in here and how can I help get these kids to realize that that they are the same, that they can compete? Um, that's my thing. I, I know this game is very important. This game saved my life and changed my life. Um, and it's just building the foundation on life after sports. Like we can, we can write down a circle how many wins that we want, but I really want to win lives and win souls. And that's, that's what I'm chasing. If we do that, then we create good people. And if you can face this type of adversity and overcome it, then there's nothing that life can throw you that you cannot overcome. Great attitude, uh, great thought process there. Coach, you'll have an opportunity to schedule five non-region opponents. Can you provide us with any kind of reveal this morning on who those opponents might be? Right now, uh, I heard Coach Cudd speak. Scheduling is a headache. Uh, but right now, what we have in motion, it's not confirmed yet, 
But uh, we're supposed to start off with a bang against East Pauldin. Um, then we'll play Kusa. We'll play Model. We'll play Osborne. And we'll finish our non-region schedule with Pepper. Okay. Very good. Uh, and we'll be looking forward to that. I know uh, the GHSA office, they have to approve all the schedules, make sure everybody is conforming and, and giving everybody their opportunities to get connected. So uh, we'll be waiting for the final outcome on everybody's schedule and looking forward to that. Coach, you get, uh, we've got a, a little less than two minutes here, uh, about 90 seconds. You get to put your stamp on the program right away. What direction would you like to go uh, with your base offense and base defensive schemes? Uh, base offensive schemes is going to be a, a wing T principle. Uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to kind of elevate it and, and kind of make it our own. Um, it's not going to be traditional. Uh, so I'm planning on being hard to stop because we're going to try to hit you and expose you in several different areas. On the defensive side, we're looking at an odd front. Uh, multiple front defense, uh, but based in the odd front, um, I'm still in talks with a potential defensive coordinator candidate. So we're just kind of talking about what what direction we want to go and how we want to do the best that suits our kids and fits our kids. Outstanding. We're visiting with Coach Brandon Haywood. Uh, we appreciate your time uh, this morning here on Bartow Sports Zone, and we'll have you back real soon. Thank you guys for having me. That's Coach Brandon Haywood of the Woodland Wildcats, new head coach out there at Woodland. And we appreciate his time and appreciate the school uh, allowing him to visit with us this morning here on Bartow Sports Zone. It's time for another break here on our show. And when we come back, we'll bring all the BSC team in to talk a little bit about local sports and some other hot topics. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service construction repair. We make swimming easy. So WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone as we move into our final hour of the day. We're brought to you in part by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Derek Strange, your local Edward Jones Financial Advisor, First Class Collision Center, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Wilson Pools, All-Star Roofing, and Three-Way Campers. We want to remind you that Next week, we'll visit with the basketball coaches from Adairsville, Melissa Winters of the Lady Tigers and Alex Disbro of the boys program at Adairsville. We'll also spend some time with Dash O'Neill, the head coach of the Georgia Highlands baseball team before they open their 2022 campaign in just a few days following that Friday visit with us on Bartow Sports Sun. So we're looking forward to that. Before we jump into our local winter sports update for you this morning i want to call in um, mike garcia and alan sanders for just a moment and kind of get 
Uh, your reflections, guys, on uh, listening to our new local head football coaches this morning. Well, let me go ahead and dive in here first, and I'll just say that it was really encouraging to hear the uh, excitement and the the fact that with the Daresville wanted to keep some of Coach Bishop. Why wouldn't you? You've got some pretty cool plays in the playbook, but uh, like everything else, it's nice to hear uh, somebody wants to put a personal stamp. And as far as uh, Woodland, uh, I I think that's great that you're walking the halls, you're trying to get an idea that hey, there's a new coach in town, there's a new there's a new voice, there's a new figure. Let's get some excitement going here for Woodland Wildcat football. Mike? Mike, yeah, you know it's 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 really two two completely different stories because even though you do have uh, 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 you know Cud go, going up to head coach, it, it, he's someone that's extremely familiar with the program and and uh, ha- has been there and and he he like he said he he can kind of continue the way things are and kind of put his little spin on things and then you know the the situation at Woodland is. You know, anytime you go into a new job, uh, you know, whether it's a, a new radio station or a new coaching job, whatever, you're always going to be full of enthusiasm, and, and uh, ho- hopefully uh, that will uh, filter down to the rest of the student body and get uh, some more bodies in there and say, you know what, let's let's uh, go out there and give football a try. At the very least, it'll help me uh, get in shape. So uh, it's, it's always good to have the, the new enthusiasm there. You know, that was the one thing I did pick up on is uh, the weight room. we got to get kids in the weight room, get the idea that that is a fundamental part, not just during the season, but off season as well. Sure, and of course, that's a big part of high school football everywhere. Uh, and of course, uh, Coach Cud continuing a lot of the uh, same uh, routines that have been going on at Adairsville. He's been a big part of that for 14 years. And Coach Haywood trying to start some new uh, initiatives and, and new ways of doing things at Woodland. Let's turn our attention now to our local winter sports updates. Uh, high school wrestling in particular, Cass and Woodland are the top two seeds at the GHSA Class 5A Duels State championships at McDonough High School tomorrow. Weigh-ins will take place around 9 a.m. in the morning before the state quarterfinals get underway. The Colonels are the number one seed. They open tomorrow against Coffee County in the first of the three possible rounds because uh, you're already two. You had two rounds last weekend, so you're already to the state quarterfinals. With a win, they will face the winner of Jackson County and Ola in the state semifinals. Woodland, on the other side of the bracket in the quarterfinals, uh, they begin as the number two seed in the Elite Eight. They will match up against Locust Grove. A quarterfinal round win for the Wildcats puts them against the Jones County Woodward Academy winner in the semifinals. The championship match is scheduled for 3 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. Also in Class AAA at Stevens County High School, Adairsville opens tomorrow against Oconee County in what is expected to be a very closely contested match. That's the four and the five seeds in AAA. The winner of that likely gets top-seeded Gilmer, the favorites in Class AAA. The AAA State Championship match is also scheduled for 3 p.m. tomorrow. Before we leave wrestling, I do want to bring Jackson Hyde back in here for just a moment. Jackson, it looks like Cass and Woodland might be on a collision course again for the state championship match. Uh, absolutely, Charles. I hope that's the case. I hope it's a, 
a Bartow County championship taking place in McDonough. That would be, that would be awesome. Uh, Woodward, uh, being, uh, excuse me, Woodland being the two seed, we'll have to get by a good Woodward Academy, uh, program at, at that three seed in the second round. I think that's, uh, uh, that's going to be a closely contested match. Uh, I think Woodward may have some advantages in the lower weight divisions, but Woodland may can overcome it there late with the with the heavier weights. Turning our attention now to high school basketball, let's start with the girls' update. The Adairsville girls nine and eight on the year, three and seven in Region Six AAA. They started the second rotation through their region schedule Tuesday night with a home loss to Ringgold. They also dropped a home game last night to Rockmart. Uh, they will host Dalton Academy stepping out of the region this evening. They play at Sonorville and at Lafayette next week. We'll get to one more girls team before we have to take our commercial break here. The Woodland girls are at 2-14 and 14 on the year. They are 0-3 in Region 7-5A. After last night's loss at Cartersville, the Lady Wildcats are at home tonight against Hiram, a very good Hiram team. Next week, the Lady Cats host both Cass, uh, well, they host Cass, and they will have to travel to Blessed Trinity. Let's squeeze in one more to the Cartersville girls, three and seven on the year, one and two, picking up their first region win at home last night over Woodland, 60 to 52. They play at Calhoun tonight. And next week, the Lady Kings play at Hiram and at Cass. And, of course, we'll have coverage of that second game here on WBHF. Let's take a commercials break here on Bartow Sports Zone. And when we come back, we'll wrap up the girls' session uh, talking about the Cass Lady Colonels. And then we'll get to the boys' basketball teams in our community as well. So stick around. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone. Care is your collision repair specialist in Cartersville and Bartow County since 1965. But did you know they're also your headquarters for all kinds of audio, security, and specialty accessories? With audio brands like Kenwood, JL Audio, Pioneer, Alpine, and more, they can make that upgrade you desire happen. Need a hitch, bedliner, toolbox, step bar, or roof rack? Styles Auto Care is your place. They have WeatherTech products too. Styles Auto Care on West Avenue, where they can do everything for your vehicle except sell it. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone as we cruise through our local high school basketball update. We touched on the Adairsville girls at 9 and 8, the Woodland girls at 2 and 14, and the Cartersville girls at 3 and 7 on the year and their upcoming schedules. We uh, still have to get to the Cass girls, who are 16 and 2 on the year, 2 and 1 in Region 7 5A. Coach Burt Jackson and the Lady Colonels had their 15 game win streak snapped on Tuesday night at home with a loss to a very good Calhoun team. That was the second time they've played Calhoun. They'll still have at least one more regular season game with the Yellow Jackets and then a potential tournament matchup. So they could face Calhoun as many as four times before the state playoffs even begin. The Lady Jackets have now taken over the lead in the region standings. 
Cass has games at home against Blessed Trinity tonight. And then next week they play at Woodland and they'll be at home against Cartersville. And as we mentioned earlier, that'll be a game that we'll have here on WBHF. Uh, we are joined now by Nicholas Sullivan of the Daily Tribune News. And Nick, I know you were out there for that Cass and Calhoun game, or at least had a full coverage on that game. Uh, a little surprised by the Lady Colonels dropping that one. I know the, the tournament game at Adairsville over the Christmas holidays was a close game as well. So maybe not so much a surprise. Yeah, I mean, if if that game had been in Calhoun, you, you know, I wouldn't have been surprised at all. But, you know, them losing at home uh, was definitely uh, a little bit um, surprising to me. But, um, I mean, Calhoun is, is definitely a, a – a really good team this year. It wasn't um, them losing to a, you know, a non-playoff team or, or anything like that. I mean, they, like you said, they, they might end up matching up four times um, this year. And, and each one I think will probably be a, a pretty close game. The final score of um, Tuesday's game isn't really indicative of how, how close that game was. Um, you know, I, I think uh, the Colonels will be looking forward to uh, matching up with them again up in Calhoun here uh in a few weeks' time, and then possibly another matchup in Calhoun in the region tournament. Yeah, the region tournament for 7-5A will be hosted at Calhoun High School. So uh, we'll have coverage of that as we move forward in uh, basically about three weeks from now. On the boys' side of the ledger, the Excel Christian Academy Eagles are 9-8 and eight on the year. They are 1-4 in Region 7 Seven uh, A private coach uh, David Archer's Eagles have losses this week at Christian Heritage and Darlington, a couple of top ten ranked teams in Class A private, but they bounced back last night at home to beat Mount Perrin fifty five to forty eight. They play at Pepperell tomorrow afternoon. Next week they are against Christian. They have a home game at home uh, against Christian Heritage. Sorry about that. And they also host North Cobb Christian next week. Again, that's uh, two more top 10 ranked teams in their region. The Woodland Boys, 5-11 and 11 on the year, 0-3 in Region 7-5A. They lost a close contest at Cartersville last night by five points, 65-60. They host the Hiram Hornets tonight. And next week, they have Cass at home, and they travel to Blessed Trinity. Cartersville is nine and six on the year, two and one in Region Seven Five A. Coach Mike Tobin's Hurricanes held on to beat Woodland last night. They play at Calhoun tonight. The Yellow Jackets and the Canes are in a virtual tie for the second and third spots in the region with Blessed Trinity and just behind region leading Hiram. Calhoun, by the way, has won eight of its last ten games and is fully healthy for the first time this season with the return of their big man, Dylan Faulkner, in the middle. He'd been nursing an ankle injury until just recently. Cass is 6-11 and on the year, 0-3 in the region. New head coach Byron Taylor and the Colonels have been within striking range in all three of their region losses, but are still looking to uh, crack through on the win column for a, their first Region 7-5A win. They lost to Calhoun Tuesday night at home. They play Blessed Trinity at home tonight in a region matchup. And next week they play at Woodland, and they'll be at home against Cartersville. Adairsville, 9-8 and eight on the year, 6-4. and four. They lost at Darlington on Monday. 
uh, bounced back to beat Ringgold in a region game Tuesday night, but they fell last night to Rockmart 69 to 65. They step out of their region play and host Dalton Academy tonight. Next week, they're at Sonorville and at Lafayette, two key region six AAA games for the Tigers. Uh, remember, they were five and one in the region at one time. Uh, so that means they're only one and three, Nick, in their last four region games. Uh, a bit of a skid here for both the Tigers and Lady Tigers. Yeah, um, hoping that uh, tonight proves to be a you know a get right uh, night for uh, for both of them. Um, they they faced Dalton Academy earlier in the year and um, both both won pretty handily. Um, so hopefully Daresville is able to use. Uh, tonight is a springboard into into next week. Um, the you know obviously a couple of those teams in the in the region are you know head and shoulders seemingly above everybody with Lafette and LFO um, on the boys side and LFO in particular on the girls side. Um, but I think uh, the Daresville teams you know will be able to right the ship here uh, in the coming weeks and hopefully be uh, be on the front foot heading into the region tournaments. Nick, I know you were busy uh, with school transportation and everything else this morning uh, while we were visiting with the two new head football coaches at Woodland and Adairsville, but I know you had an opportunity to interview both of those guys. Uh, your quick reflections, we got about a minute. Tell us uh, your thoughts on the two new hires. Yeah, um, I, I thought that both the schools um, – went about this in the exact right way for, for their given situations. Um, I thought all along that for Adairsville, it made sense to promote from within um, given what the program had been able to accomplish under Eric Bishop recently. Um, but I think it was good for them to open up um, to outside uh, potential outside hires and, you know, get some uh, feedback on, on the state of their program by, you know, the, uh, uh, rankings, I guess you could say, of, of some of these coaches that were going to be uh, applying for it. And as far as Woodland goes, I think going with a young, energetic um, head coach um, to try to, you know, uh, galvanize the Wildcats, I thought was was the perfect, um, you know, way for them to approach it. We'll take a time out here on Bartow Sports Zone, and when we come back, we'll talk a little college basketball and the NFL playoffs when we return to Bartow Sports Zone. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goal. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. little smoke on the water this morning from Alan Sanders, our producer of the Bartos Sports Zone show. Uh, it might be smoke coming from this next topic that we're about to get to. The state of the state of Georgia in men's college basketball is what we want to talk about next. And I'll start this off with a question, guys. What do the basketball teams at North Texas, Grand Canyon, uh, or Wagner, St. Bonaventure, 
Drake, Utah Valley, Jacksonville State, and Gardner Webb all have in common, Brad? Uh, they're they're going to make the NCAA tournament. Maybe, maybe not. Jackson, I'll give you a guess at it. What do those? I'm assuming. I'm assuming in some kind of power ranking or index, they're all ranked higher than every major college in Georgia. Ding, 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 ding. There's our answer, yeah. folks. They are all. They all have a higher net ranking with the NCAA than any Division I team in our state. Let me read the list again. North Texas, Grand Canyon, Vermont, Wagner, St. Bonaventure, Drake, Utah Valley, Jack State, and Gardner-Webb. How about that list? There's 358 Division I basketball teams in the country. The net rankings, of course, are they're not necessarily the tell-all formula for picking the at-large teams in the NCAA tournament, but it's a very large part of that selection process, so keep that in mind. Um, unless you win your conference tournament at the end of the season in March, you're, you likely need to be in the top 40 or 50 of the net rankings to get an at-large bid. As of the middle of this week, the college basketball net rankings for Division I teams in Georgia – as I go through this, remember that Quadrant 1 opponents, that refers to home games against RPI, ranked top 30 teams, neutral games against the top 50, and away games against ranked teams 1 through 75, and then it moves down the ladder. So basically a Quadrant 1, Quad 2 win is a good win, and a Quad 3 or Quad 4 win is one that you just should automatically get if you're going to be one of those at-large teams. So here's where the six Division I teams in Georgia rank right now. Georgia Tech is the top of the Georgia list at 153rd. They are 7-9. and nine. They're 0-5 against Quad 1 and 0-2 against Quad 2. Kennesaw State is next at 4-8. and eight. They're 0-7 against teams in Quad 1, 2, or 3. Mercer is 192. On the list, they're 0-3 against Quad 1 and Quad 2. Georgia Southern is fourth at 0-3 against the top two quads. Georgia is 225th at 5-12. They are 1-12 against Quads 1, 2, and 3. And Georgia State at 3-7 is the number 260th ranked team. They're 0-6 against Quads 1 and 2. So, uh, we'll start with Mike Garcia. I want to bring him in. Mm -hmm. And, Mike, what does that tell you about uh, where basketball is sitting in the state of Georgia right now at the college level? Well, obviously the numbers speak for themselves. And, and, and you know, it's it's a head-scratcher. Obviously, uh, I shouldn't say obviously. Some people may not know how old I am, but I grew up in the age where, where Bobby Crimmins had the, the Yellow Jackets contending every single year. Sure. And, and they, they were uh, – they were really a force to be reckoned with, and even that that run they made under uh, Paul Hewitt, I think, in the mid two thousands. But you know, I I don't know what it is. I, some people will say, well, you know, j football is the number one sport in in Georgia, so you know, therefore the recruits are going to flock to basketball schools. Well, just look the state to the south. You know, the Florida Gators are they're, they're not what they were under Billy Donovan, but. That's that was a or still is a football school, and yet they were able to to amass a 
I guess a miniature dynasty there where, where they uh, won a couple of titles and, and were in contention for a while. So that can't be it. So uh, if if uh, if anyone has the, the secret uh, formula, I guess uh, they're going to have to let uh, the, the people know over here. Kyle Sandy was on the show last week, and we didn't get to talk a lot about this topic, but he referenced the failure of the six state of Georgia men's programs in their ability to retain the upper portion of Georgia's talent. He talked about how the women's programs have done a decent job at keeping that talent in state, but the talent on the men's side is all going out of state. Brad Stevens, you're going to love this one. Bruce Pearl at Auburn, for example, has eight players on his roster from the state of Georgia, and they've already received a commitment from another top 15 player in the state of Georgia for next year. It doesn't surprise me at all, uh, Charles, that these rankings, I, I've been watching this for the last three or four years now, watch us slide down and slide down. Teams, uh, Georgia, full of transfers, almost, almost all out of state. Uh, you know, we can't keep the guys in state. Pearl comes into Atlanta and takes everybody, and, you know, more power to him, whatever you want to do, man. You're talking about the state of Georgia not doing well. Look to the west of us, Alabama and Auburn are both highly competitive in basketball, and that's a state 15 years ago that probably didn't know basketball existed. But now they do. I mean, they're very, they have a lot of great players and they're from, you know, Georgia, a lot of them. And I don't blame these kids for leaving. Uh, you know, as far as the Georgia Bulldogs, I mean, I thought we were pretty committed to trying to get better by hiring Tom Crean, a coach that has proven himself at times, but he's completely lost the program and he's lost the fan base. And uh, he, I, if he's around after this year, I don't know how that's going to be possible. But I agree with Kyle Sandy. They've done a terrible job of keeping people in state and it's showing right now. I mean, Atlanta is a hotbed for basketball talent and not a single one of them stay around. They're gone. And who could blame them? You're not going to be on national television. You're not going to make the NCAA tournament. I don't blame them for leaving at all. Yeah, if you scroll through the rest of Georgia's top boys players this year, 2022, they've either committed to or they are leaning to places all over the map. Ohio State, Xavier, Indiana, Ole Miss, Clemson, Cincinnati, Georgetown, Butler, App State, Northeastern, and Ohio University, just to name a few. Making matters worse, there was an article in Hoops Social that ranks the state of Georgia as the seventh best state in the nation for high school basketball talent. And a recent Bleacher Report story even ranks the Atlanta and Cobb County area as the 10th best metro area or city in the country for producing college talent. I'm just really not sure where it's going to go with college basketball in the state of Georgia. I don't know if that blame falls on coaches facilities, athletic directors, or fan bases, but uh, it is really taking a slide in the state of Georgia. We're up on our next commercial break. We'll take a quick time out and be back with more of Bartow Sports Zone. If you're like most people, your home or business structure is your biggest investment and your roof is its first defense. When storms are just the natural wear and tear of time create issues for your roof or gutters, call on the licensed and insured pros at All Star Roofing. With free same-day inspections and estimates, contact All Star Roofing at 678-245-9658 or call 770-655-0911 or find us online at allstarroofs.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Bartow Sports Zone as we head into our final segment 
of the morning. We want to touch on the NFL playoffs. This weekend's divisional games in the NFC, San Francisco 49ers uh, traveled to Green Bay to take on the Packers, where the Packers are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. The Rams will be at Tampa Bay. The Bucks are a three-point favorite there. So there's your two semifinals in the NFC. Over in the AFC, the Cincinnati Bengals will travel to the Tennessee Titans, where the Titans are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. And the Buffalo Bills will be at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are about a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Guys, uh, before you tell me who you like in those four games, let me share the updated odds on winning the Super Bowl. The overwhelming favorite is Green Bay at slightly under three-to-one odds. The Chiefs are roughly four-and-a-half-to-one, followed by the Bucks at six-to-one. Then it falls off to the Bills at six-and-a-half-to-one. The Rams, Titans, and 49ers are all around 10 to 1, and the Bengals are the long shot at 12 to 1. Jackson Hyde, I'll turn to you first. Is there an upset looming this weekend among the four NFL playoff games? San Francisco at Green Bay, LA at Tampa. We'll start with those two first. Uh, the, the, the best chance for an upset um, would be the Rams at Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay's got a couple offensive linemen. It looks like they're not going to play. Uh, when you've got Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald on the other side of the line of scrimmage, that could pose a problem, get the timing off for Brady, and that would be, uh, I think, the best shot. Uh, the Bills are hot. I know we mentioned we'll get to them in a minute, but that would be, the, in, my, in my opinion, the other team that has a, has a good chance of, of pulling off the upset this weekend. I want to come back to Mike Garcia now. Those four NFL divisional games this weekend, are there any upsets looming there, Mike? Uh, you know what? The the 49ers, the 40 I just, you know, look at the Packers who they 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 got to play the Lions twice, the Vikings twice and the Bears twice. I mean, if that's if that's not a padded schedule, I don't know what is. They yes, they had the bye week to 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 rest, but uh I think uh, San Francisco, if they play a, a physical brand of football like they played against Dallas, they they can go uh, they can go up to Lambeau and, and steal that one. Yeah, I think both the Rams at Tampa Bay and the Bills at the Chiefs are the potential upsets. Both have hot quarterbacks right now, and the Rams seem to have found their running game, especially last week. I want to wrap this up this morning uh, by uh, kind of uh, – applauding and awarding Brad Stevens here with an NBA update. The latest power rankings from the athletic have the Utah jazz at number one, golden state at number two, the Phoenix suns at number three. So the West holds down the top three spots. Then the bulls are currently leading the Eastern conference. They're the number four team in the athletics power rankings. And the Milwaukee bucks are the number five team probably the best team, best roster in the Eastern Conference. Brad, as we uh, put a bow on Bartow Sports Zone for this week, tell us what you think of the athletics top five in those power rankings. Yeah, I can't really disagree with what they've said. I mean, Phoenix has had a phenomenal year bouncing back, you know, from, uh, you know, probably should have had a championship uh, last year. Uh, real surprised at Golden State and how much they've come back. Uh, into the fold, you know, they had a couple of years there where they were way down, but, you know, their fan base uh, who didn't exist before 2013 has suddenly reawakened. Uh, and you're hearing from them more now because they are shooting the absolute lights out. Steph Curry looks like the Steph of old. 
Uh, and, you know, he's always had to worry about his ankles, and it looks like he's doing just fine. And that bodes well for them as long as he stays healthy. Uh, Utah, I always like Rudy Gobert and how what the, he does for the game. I mean, he's an athletic big man who changes shots in the lane constantly. So you got to like them. The West has come back to be the dominant conference uh, right now. You know, but the, don't, don't overlook the Bulls. They're still number one in the East right now. Uh, as long as they can hang on. But you and I both know, not even at the All-Star break yet, and everything can change after the All-Star break. And when I say that, I'm talking about my Hawks, uh, who are not doing too well right now. I had a big home skid where they lost 10 straight home games, uh, and they sit on the outside looking in on that 10th spot to be in those play-in games. But they're going to have to crank it up on defense. Clint Capella's got to uh, come back from an injury and can get better. Uh, you know, trading Cam Reddish, uh, right here, I did not really understand that trade. I feel like that was a mistake. Uh, but, uh, you know, we got some guys stepping up, and they're going to have to uh, to get back into the fold. But as far as those rankings go, I can't really disagree with them. But I can also say this. Uh, watch out for the Brooklyn Nets. Lots of talent out there. Uh, you know, Kevin Durant, James Harden, those guys, Kyrie Irving, you can't count those guys out. Once again, another team that probably should have been in it at the end last year. Uh, and they weren't because of injuries and other things. So, uh, been an exciting season so far. I'm excited about it uh, for as a basketball fan, as a Hawks fan. Remains to be seen. Not doing too great right now. Yeah, as we look at the rest of the top ten in the athletics rankings, the Miami Heat sit at number six. Your Nets that you just spoke of are the number seven team in those rankings, followed by the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Philadelphia 76ers. Your Atlanta Hawks, uh, they were 18 and 25 at midweek, about 40 games to go before the playoffs. They have them ranked at 18th of the 30 teams. Uh, my question is, has the Hawks management made this a throwaway year with the departure of Reddish? It, I would hope not. Uh, I don't want it to be a throwaway year. We've got a lot of talent out there right now. Congu uh, is playing great for us. Uh, Trey Young's still doing well. I mean, he had a big upset win over Milwaukee the other night at home to snap that streak. Uh, you know, so, you know, that was pretty exciting to see and get, get a little confidence back. Uh, I don't want it to be a throwaway year. I mean, like, it, it, this is a playoff team. Don't throw it away now. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, we got to get uh, some things fixed. You know, our differential's not good. We're negative 1.1 right now, uh, which means that we're getting outscored pretty, pretty much on average every game. So, uh, you know, we need to, uh, uh, you know, step it up on defense. Got to step it up on D to make this thing happen. Well, it always makes Brad happy to get to talk about the NBA on Bartow Sports. So we squeezed it in there this week. Yeah, you mentioned the NBA in Bartow County to most people, and they don't even know what that means. Uh, it's really sad for me. I love the professional basketball. Nobody else does anymore. Charles Wilson saying uh, so long for Bartow Sports Zone for Alan Sanders and Mike Garcia, Jackson High, Nick Sullivan, and of course Brad Stevens. We'll try it again next week. We hope you enjoyed this show and don't forget we'll have the basketball coaches from Adairsville High School on in the opening half hour next week and then we'll visit with Dash O'Neill, the baseball coach at Georgia Highlands College prior to them beginning their 2022 season. So long for this week, and we'll see you next time on Bartow Sports Zone.